Welcome back to another episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. I'm your host, Joey. And I'm your co-host, Aki. And in this episode, we're going to be answering some of your anime and non-anime related questions. What exactly counts as a villain in an anime series? And visual novels that we recommend to you guys. Get the podcast now on Wooshka SoundCloud or by downloading the free SBS Pop Asia app. Welcome back. Um, again, we're in a little bit of a tight set. Not as bad as like that, like two episodes ago when when hashtag Hogwarts happened. Dude, I don't even know what was going on with me. I honestly feel like I was lucid dreaming. Yeah, because like you were. my eyes would be closed. You know, you were talking with your eyes closed, just in the bed, like lying down in the bed. I was in between reality and my dreams, and then. Clearly, everybody now knows what the dream was going to start off with. Yeah. Because then I woke up and I said, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you know my dream. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But uh, we are coming to you guys live right now from, guess what country? Paris. Close enough. We're in France right now. We're in Paris. Uh, we're recording this after a long day of, uh, just walking around, and our bed almost just broke under us. What the hell happened there? Anyways, so we're in France right now. Uh, a lot has happened since the last episode. Uh, the last episode, I believe, we recorded it when we were in Spain? Possibly. Or Italy? Maybe. Either one of the two. Yeah. Uh, but since then, we were in the Netherlands, uh, a few days ago. Um, well, yesterday, actually, we, we rode a train from uh, Amsterdam to Paris, and now we're in Paris for a few days, and uh, we've just been exploring around Paris. Where do we go today? Amsterdam. No, today. Oh, today. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You had the, you had the big, no one saw that, but you had just the biggest smile on your face when you said that. You're like, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Uh, we went to the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Louvre. Yeah. And then we went to dinner. Well, and then we had some escargot. Well, we went to a, we went to Notre Dame before that. We went to Notre Dame. Yeah. And then we went to dinner. And then we ate snails and frogs. And then we had escargot. Yeah, it's pretty good. But, um, yeah, so a lot has happened. Uh, we were in the Netherlands uh, yesterday for about four days. And we just... Happenstance, just we were just like, nah, screw it, let's just do a meetup in Amsterdam, because we saw I think on Twitter that there were like, especially a lot of people uh, in Amsterdam, yeah, like who wanted to meet us. And it was super fun. Yeah, the only reason why we didn't do a meetup in Italy and Spain before that was because we weren't really in the capitals. Yeah, like in Spain we were in Barcelona, and in Italy we were like in all sorts of different places, but we didn't go to Rome. Well, also another reason is because we know that people are probably going to bring gifts, and that's usually, like, the hardest thing that we have to figure out how to do. Yeah. And uh, we we were so exhausted, we wouldn't really know what to do or where to go. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, in the Netherlands, we were with our good friend who lives around the area, so he knows. Yeah, shout and, out to Eddie Vandermeer and Verla Zonstra for yeah. taking us around. Awesome animator and awesome YouTuber, Eddie. Yeah. So, Eddie Vandermeer and Verle. Verle Zonstra, my animator. Yeah. They're both super cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, so we were just like, let's just do a meetup in Amsterdam. Um, because, you know, it's a capital city. And there were a lot of, apparently we had a lot of people who wanted to see us, so we were like, okay, let's do it. And then we met up at the park uh, outside of the Van Gogh Museum. So, like, this big field, essentially. 
And how many people did we get? Like 150, 200 people? Possibly, yeah. Something that, like that. I think Eddie said about like 200 people. Took us three hours to get through everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was like way more than we expected. So thank, so shout out to you Dutch fellas who came out and uh, said hi to us. You guys are great. Thank you for the stroopwafels. Yeah, we got a lot of stroopwafels and just a lot of a lot of gifts, in fact, that we just we couldn't take it home. Like we had to go to the post office after that and ship it out. Yeah, luckily we got to fit in in one box. So that was really great. Yeah. So that's another box to add to the stuff that we need mm. to uh, unbox when we get home. But, uh, yeah, uh, how, how did you think of Amsterdam? Just, oh, or like, aside from the meetup? Aside from the meetup. Amsterdam was really calm. I really liked it. Um, mm. There was just a lot to be exposed to. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, yeah, uh, Eddie, he took us around central Amsterdam. We went, uh, saw a couple of awesome cafes Mm -hmm. and then we also had some really good ice cream and then we went down the red light district which was quite interesting yeah it was interesting Mm. uh what else did we do yeah it was more like just really enjoying just that scenery Mm. we Um, went into like one of two like anime stores that exist in amsterdam hank yeah hank hank with an e yeah and then we got noticed at hank yeah of course yeah well we usually if we get noticed it's usually at the places where there's anime or yeah of course something yeah but overall amsterdam was super fun and so far we're really enjoying ourselves in uh france uh and then probably the next week the next episode you hear will probably be in ireland yeah. So I guess look forward to that. This episode, what we're going to talk about is, we're, well, we're not really going to talk about a certain topic for anything, but uh, you guys remember our specialized hashtag that we have? SBS Anime. SBS Anime. Like, we, we have that specialized hashtag for you guys to, you know, leave comments, answer questions, all that kind of stuff. I so mean, I've been reading them. I'll be reading them too, but we haven't really gone over you know, this hashtag in a while, like in our earlier episodes, like way earlier episodes, we used to like dedicate a segment at the end to, you know, answering questions using the specialized hashtag. So what we're going to do this episode is pretty much just dedicate. So this will be like a Q and a episode. So we going to go through your uh, questions that you asked again, using the specialized hashtag SBS anime over on Twitter only. Uh, so sorry, SoundCloud people. Um, and, uh, yeah, kind of just talk whatever about it, like, just overall. Mm. Uh, so Aki's got the list of questions right there. For some reason, you're on a Wikipedia page about micro black holes. Well, this <laughs> one, this one's actually from, uh, Marvin, mm. and he left a comment on SBS Anime five days ago, mm. and he was talking about, like, your comment on, like, Orange, and how there's black oh, holes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he responded saying... Technically, we might be able to have a black hole in the Earth. We're actively trying, so... Huh. Um, so that's mini black, micro black holes. Yeah, but, oh. yeah, this is some uh, something that was introduced by Stephen Hawking, so that's quite interesting, but still, that was still a weird thing to throw in at the end of the anime. Whether <laughs> or not a black hole exists, like, it was just kind of weird to put, throw it in there. Well, but- I was a physics major in high school, and I know for a fact that, like, black holes can exist on Earth. And we have actually actively created black holes, but but we haven't, it's not exactly a black hole. They're called dumb holes. Um, and it's not how it sounds. That's not very nice. But a dumb hole is essentially a black hole made from sound. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we've like manipulated sound in a way that it creates a black hole made of sound and it doesn't and instead of letting not letting light escape like a normal black hole, it doesn't let sound escape. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and we've made that right here on Earth. So like if I go into a sound hole. A dumb hole. Sorry. Sound hole. A sound hole. <laughs> That's just your ear. Yeah. Um if I go into a dumb hole, is there gonna be a lot of noise? Uh either that or you, I think your ears are just gonna explode from the amount of sound. Or maybe there's no sound. I don't know the exact physics. I just read up on it very briefly. I'll look that up after this. Oh, yeah. Okay. But so- apparently mini black holes exist. Um, that still doesn't justify the fact that Orange's ending was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, Marvin. Uh, this one, let me see. Uh, Millie Den, what's your thoughts on the manga Princess Jellyfish? I've never read it. Well, have you watched it? I have not. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> so this question is all yours. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, I can't really remember the manga too much, but um, the anime still strikes me. So, uh, okay, now even that, then I'm still trying to like wrap my head around it. Uh, <laughs> Princess Jellyfish, it was really cute, dude. It's been so long since I've seen it. When did it even come out? I like, don't even it's know. It's fairly old, right? Like yes. early 2000s? Yeah, but yeah. It, I don't... I don't know if it was during Golden Age. Might be bef- I have a feeling it was before Golden Age. Not entirely certain, but I really liked it. Uh, it was, how should I put it? It's, it's basically about this, uh, otaku girl mm. who, I guess she loves, she really, no, is she otaku? I can't remember. She just really, really loves jellyfish. Mm. And then she goes, she moves into an apartment. And then I think the apartment, was about to like, um, like be evicted or something, mm. and so they all everyone just tries to raise up money, something like that. Can't remember everything. Is that the one with the girl with the blue hair that everyone gifts? The blue hair, yeah, I don't and she's like a squid. Oh no no no, that's Squid Girl. Oh, that's Squid. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah yeah no, that like, that one's Squid Girl. Yeah okay. Princess Jellyfish. Uh, I mean, there is like one particular character in there that I personally like to meme myself. But yeah no, Princess Jellyfish. It's a uh, super cute. I guess you could say slice of life. Um, mm. uh, just about some apartment roommates just growing a nice little bond and. A so very- she's not actually a jellyfish. No, she just really loves jellyfish. Oh, okay. The jellyfish is symbolic to her as a person and to her past and right, beauty. Right. And so we'd, we'd be going into spoiler territory at that point, right? Well, I mean, it's just kind of like there. Oh, okay. It's symbolic. They make it pretty symbolic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like, it's introduced in like the first episode that she just really loves jellyfish mm. because it's just something that she's been with her whole life and that right. she thinks they're very just elegant. And so it's just kind of like, it starts to grow into her personality i guess mm. so anyways in short princess jellyfish super cute i haven't seen the live action yet though there's a live action for it yeah oh. i know right and i haven't seen that yet but from the trailer it actually looked okay but i haven't seen it yet so i can't tell okay okay thank you uh milliden milliden i think that's how you say it yes yes uh next one the we by salora salora mm-hmm. salora uh the weirdest name change that I've ever seen is the German title of Your Lion April, which is called Seconds in Minor. What? Whoa. Seconds in Minor. That almost sounds inappropriate. Seconds in In Minor? minor. Yeah. Uh, What the... Okay, but here's the thing, right? Like, 
your lie in April is also not accurate. Yeah. Because because the original title is Shigatsu wa Kimi no Uso, which means April is your lie. Mm. But it's not your lie in April. Mm. It's April. The concept of April is your lie. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they like completely twisted that whole idea of it. But seconds in minor, that why does that sound like a classical piano piece? Seconds. That sounds like a method in piano. Yeah, seconds in minor. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn the minor key in a matter of seconds <laughs> with the new seconds in minor program. <laughs> it does. Oh, what's another like anime? Just name one where like the name change is pretty weird. Oh, the one I hate the most is uh, Detective Conan. Oh yeah, the English we title about, is yeah. Case Closed. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? Just leave it Detective Conan. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is another one? Uh, I can't remember. Most of them are pretty okay, though. Like, Mirai Nikki's Future Diary. Um, I just think, like, uh, there are some English titles, just in general, like, they're given the same thing in Japan, mm. that it, it they still sound weird, but it's just whatever. Mm. Like... Like, two examples, like Bleach or Strawberry Panic. Yeah. But, like, there are a lot of, like, English titles of, like, anime and manga that I found where it's, like... In the case with Bleach, like, I don't even know if Kubo knows why he called it Bleach. Mm. Like, I don't think he ever gave a reason why it's called Bleach. Or, you know, like, with, like, for example, Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, like Narita Diogo, the original author, like, called it that because he was, like... Uh, because when his uh, editor was like, hey, so uh, good job on the new novel. Uh, what are you going to call it? And he hadn't thought of a title yet. And mm. just as he's like, uh, what should I do? From outside of his apartment, he heard a bike yeah, engine, yeah. which kind of sounded like like that. So he's just like, what about since Salty drives a bike? And It makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. But seconds in minor, I want to figure out, like, the thought process of whoever came up mm. of that in Germany. Mm. So that's kind of weird. But thanks for the th- thanks for the comments, Alora. The anime show on SBS Pop Asia. A question from Monica. Mm-hmm. Could you talk about the following topic of can light be considered a villain? I want to hear your opinion. Oh, that's quite that's quite interesting. That's, yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I feel like I feel like with Death Note, this is this isn't really the story about like a villain. This is kind of like the story just about the 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 change that an average nice guy or nice kid goes through once mm. he's given power and goes corrupt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in a way, well, honestly, yes, he pretty much does become the bad guy. Mm. And it's kind of interesting that this is a story based around the antagonist, strictly. Like, See, because I'd still call him the protagonist. Really? Because, and I mentioned this in my last video, but I even though Light at the end became quote-unquote, a bad guy, he's still the protagonist because you follow him in the story. I guess You so. know what I mean? But he's like, not exactly good, but in his mind, he is. But then in your... But then that would mean L is the antagonist. Technically, yes. Okay. Because uh, I think it depends on the person but you ask. But this is like, about villain, not antagonist. Yes. She asked villain. Yes. But again, like, that is perspective. Like... Looking at it from Light's side, L is the villain. Mm. But looking at it from L's side, Light is the villain. Mm. But to the reader, it's like, 
it, it can swap and change. Like, mm-hmm. depending on how you feel about it, like, you can make L the villain or you can make Light the villain, mm-hmm. which is what made Death Note so interesting. Yeah, because it's like, it really wanted to, to just test out, if you had the power to do this, what would you do? I'm pretty sure the first thing that, you know, people, well, there's a lot of people that want to try and use, like, you know, ultimate powers for good. Mm-hmm. And if you had the power to, I guess, you know, write someone's name down and then they would die, mm-hmm. I guess the first thing you would think of is just get rid of every criminal. Yeah. And so that's always subjective. But that was also shown in the anime when the characters themselves, like, people all over, like, there was, like, half the people that supported Kira and then another half that said this is wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but if Light, is Light a villain to me? Oh, that's a really strong word to put. He's not so much a villain. He's just, he's a protagonist that lost his way and became yeah. the antagonist. Basically. At the end. Yeah, that's what I was trying to, like, say, like, in in the beginning where this isn't really a story about good versus evil. This is just the journey of just a nice kid who was given power. Yeah, it's it's more like, it's you don't watch the, you don't watch Death Note to be like, is this character good or is this character bad? That's because, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Like, you'd watch a Disney film or, like, you know, just... Which is why, like, a Death Note was so, like, interesting for a shonen anime. Because Death Note is a shonen anime. It was mm. serialized on Shonen Jump, right? But most shonen anime are very, like, clean cut about what is a like what is a good guy and what is a bad guy. I feel like I wanted to make a video on this now. I could make a video on this, too. But it, it's very interesting because, like... That's what made, I think, Death Note so interesting, because it was like, in the beginning, yes, you know, uh, L, or not L, sorry, Light was considered, you know, this kid who wanted to do good in the world. He used this power and was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of all the villains. Mm. But then by the end of it, he got crazy. Yeah. And lost his way, and then he just wanted to, and then he became this quote-unquote villain. Yeah. Right? And also kind of like a mad genius. Like a mad genius, exactly. But like, you know... Like, being a genius and being insane is, like, very, like, it's a thin edge, mm. you know? So, it really depends on the person. If you decide to root for L, uh, for Light all the way to the end, then Light is obviously the good guy. But if you decide to lose your way with Light because your morals don't match, mm. and instead you go for L or Nier, then obviously L and Nier, the police mm. side, are the good guys. Mm. And so, then you've got Ryuk. What did he even do, really? See, because, like, I feel that... at Ultimately, Duke is the villain. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Because he... He he was the one that started it all. Yeah. If Duke never came down and dropped the Death Note, then Light would probably never have turned like that. Well, also, he even partnered up with Light, and he wanted to just kind of see how it would go. Yeah, exactly. And would you consider Misa a villain as well, because she helped Light? I consider her... Yeah, she's... Or is she just, like, the damsel in distress that got tricked by light? Well, right now I'm just having the question, would I even consider her as a yandere? Because she's technically killing people. She's technically yandere, yes. Yeah. Technically speaking. Mm. But she was also kind of tricked into it by light. So Mm. would light be considered a villain towards Misa? Or would Misa be, like, an equally bad culprit for helping light with his evil plans? Uh. That's what makes Death Note so interesting, in my opinion. Mm. Because it's like... It's so... The concept of good and bad is tested with literally every single character. So, like, every single character is relatable. Every single character is, like, interesting. Mm -hmm. No one's really kind of forgotten in Death Note. And that's why it's... Yeah, each person... Even, like, 
down to the detective team, you know, yeah. all of those people, they were kind of part of this, what, what you would call like, I guess this web of, to kind of fit the mystery right. behind Death Note. Um, like even Watari, mm. you know, he played just a huge part, mm. even though like he, he was basically just like the butler for L. Mm-hmm. Like he did, he, him, oh man, no, spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Him following orders. Let's yeah. just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Him following orders plays a big part in how everything turns out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who else was really interesting? Yeah. And then just having well, even leading like, up to Nier. Yeah. Even, well, like, even like, you know, so many people give Nier crap for just, you know, being that quote unquote replacement for L. But even Nia as a character was really, really interesting. Mm. I feel like the writers, and we're gonna, we're gonna end this uh, question here soon. Yeah. But, um, I feel like with Nier, mm. I, I liked his like, um, cu- like his how would you say his introduction to the anime because that's more for the story because I feel like they really wanted to put even more uh, emphasis on how much of a genius L is mm. for taking care of Nier mm. and having Nier basically kind of leading that legacy yeah, exactly. or like continuing the, uh, what, what do you call it? What do you call them? Uh, continuing the case. Yeah. After L's death, mm-hmm. uh, just to even put more emphasis on just how genius this one character is yeah, and yeah. how at the very end, even though it's near L won. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, that's super interesting. Mm. I kind of want to make a video on that. Hey man, hey man, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll decide who gets the idea. Yeah, uh, welcome to Anime Man and Aki Dearest problem. Fight, yeah. Anime Man and Aki Dearest fight over video ideas. Yeah. No, but um, what's what's also like just a quick side note actually, and like a little bit of trivia. Uh, the creator of Death Note. Um, Obatsugumi, the the writer, yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. because it was Obatsutakishi who did the illustrations, but it was Obatsugumi who did the the story. Mm. Um, for those of you who are a fan of Death Note or Obatsugumi, I highly recommend you go check out his other uh, Shonen Jump manga that he did called Lucky Man. Mm. That is, you will be blown away by how different that is. Mm. It's almost a, it, it's almost unbelievable that it's the same author. Mm. Um, so if you have time, go check out Lucky Man. It's actually like very funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a a neat little trivia. Mm. Uh, bottom, end of the day, uh, good question. Probably what you'll probably see one of us or both of us do a video on it sometime. Probably maybe, me. probably me. Uh, yeah, probably me. Yeah. Thank um, you, Monica. Yeah, but thank you, Monica, for the good question. MJ. Joey and Aki, can you opinionate concerning a lot of anime studios closing down, like with the recent Studio Artland? Uh, what did Studio Artland make? I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah. But um, anime studios closing down, it's it's an unfortunate thing. Like, not going to lie, when I read the news that uh, Manglobe Studios closed down, like, I was pretty freaking sad because they made Samurai Champloo. Mm-hmm. And they made... <laughs> Their last anime was Gangster, which they announced at the end of season one of Gangster that there was going to be a season two, and then immediately went bankrupt. Yeah. So that was kind of sad to see. But unfortunately, it's a... I don't want to say it's an inevitable thing, because it's not. Like, the thing that keeps those studios alive is, you know, us, the consumers, you know, supporting the industry and supporting the studios by buying the DVDs and Blu-rays and buying the merchandise and, you know, 
essentially not pirating our anime in any way. Ah, uh, okay. What did they do? What did Studio Artland do? Well... Or where, first of all, when did they close down? July 2017. Oh, literally this month. Yeah. Wow, okay. What yeah. did they? What series did they do? Um, they... Like, notable ones. Okay. Uh, Kagura. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Gunslinger Girl. Oh, Gunslinger Girl. Yeah. Um, and he... Co-production with other studios. Mm. They did... Uh, Yugo... Super Dimension Century Orgus. Mm-hmm. Um, other involvement in animation, they helped with Lupin the Third. Oh, okay. Uh, Astro Boy, Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh, wow. They've been around for ages then. Oh, they've been around since the 70s. 70s, yeah. Yeah, 1978. Yeah, because I was, I was, yeah, because I was like, Astro Boy and like Gundam are like 60s and 70s. Well, I'm looking at their like stuff that they've done just, you know. So, Sendan Kagura and Gunslinger Girl. Well, Seven Mortal Sins, which was this year. Yeah. But other- oh, they did Mushishi as well. Yeah, Mushishi, and then uh, what else did they? Do? Oh, they Happiness. did. Oh, they did Karakyo Hitman Reborn. Yeah. Oh, Gyagumanga Biori Mushishi. Uh, what else did they do? King- but at the same time, like you know, even though when it comes to like this particular studio ending, mm. this will kind of reflect on my answer. Basically, mm. they didn't really make any big hits. No, I'd say the biggest hit they did was Reborn and Sendan Kagura, I'd say. Like, commercial success. Mm-hmm. And then critical success was Gunslinger Girl and Mushishi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at their other mm. anime that they've helped with. They helped with Pokemon, they helped with Chobits, they helped... Yeah, they helped with a lot of really big names, but by themselves, it looks like it, that, yeah, when, when it comes to uh, producing a lot of uh, anime shows or big hits, it doesn't seem like that that really happened for them. Yeah, so, I, I mean, mean that. I, I mean, there might be like some other reasons too, like you know. It said maybe, it closed down from financial di- uh, difficulties. Oh, so it was financial difficulties. Okay, because I was about to say like it's not always financial difficulties that cause a studio to close down. Mm. Like you know, maybe the the president steps down and nobody takes his place, or mm. you know, other or they move to a different studio or they combine with a new studio. You know, or stuff like that. But when it co- okay, so if it's a if it's a financial issue, then yes, like as I said before, like it's all ab- it sucks. It really does suck because you know, like they did amazing anime like Mushishi and Gunslinger Girl, and you know, and Cut to Kill Hitman Reborn, and I mean, I guess Sendan Kagura was a commercial success, even though I didn't really enjoy it. But you get my point. Like you know, regardless of what your taste is, like it sucks to see all these like very talented studios close down and. The only way we can support these studios is, again, by buying DVD, Blu-rays, buying merchandise, you know, going to the cinemas to watch their movies or, you know, just something like that, mm. you know. But also, it uh, while a big portion of it is the fans to try and support it, um, it's also on them as well. Yes. They need to get their hands on success. I mean, it's a doggy dog world, like. Yeah, I mean, how many, it's, how it's many anime studios are there out there, like, now? There's, like, more than ever. There are way more mm-hmm. than ever before, so it's becoming more and more and more competitive. Yeah. With a more and more demanding audience, mm-hmm. right? So. I mean, the day that, like, the, like the big ones, like if the one day that like the day that like A one closes down is A1, the day that Trigger, we should yeah Madhouse. yeah the day that like Gainax or A one like the big giants close down is the day we should start being worried yeah but in the meantime unfortunately and as much as I hate to say this the closing down of smaller studios like Art House is going to be kind of inevitable mm. unless we start 
like collectively as a community, like supporting them in mm. a financial way. I think uh, business wise, um, what could happen is that even if the studio might be gone, mm. those employees might come over to the bigger studios right, to right. help expand it. So it's just, I mean, it's basic business. Like if your business is not doing very well, then yes, your business is going to close down. Mm. But depending on how successful that was during its time or what you have done, yeah. like the employees themselves, they will kind of, or maybe a bigger studio will kind of adopt a small yeah. studio and then they'll kind of like partner up or it'll become like a lower tier of it in, in order to make better anime. So mm-hmm. it can go either way, but dude, the day that Kyoto animation goes bankrupt, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Legit. I don't think they will at any point. No. I mean, after silent voice, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, for a I while. think they're pretty good. For um, but yeah, thank you for the question. Ruby dragon said, Stan Lee made an anime back in 2010 called hero man. I did not know that hero man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, about that. Um, so for those of you who don't know a few episodes ago, we talked about the new Stan Lee anime that came out this season. Uh, I forgot what it was called. But we were like, oh, that looks really interesting. We're going to check it out. I haven't seen it yet because, you know, we're in France on vacation right now. But from what I've heard from some uh, third, like, sources <laughs> is that uh, it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sucks, actually. Mm. And I'm really interested to see what it is like and perhaps do a video on it in some way. Mm. Um so Hero Man, I've never even heard yeah, of that. I, need to I guess that I, I guess that goes to show like how not great Stanley is at making anime. No, you know, no disrespect to the the man or the legend, but you mm-hmm. know, maybe just stick to what you know, Stan. Thank you. Okay, we got a question here from Wilma. It says, "Would you consider selling pins of your avatars? I'd love me some new merch." Uh. I mean, I'm actually working on... A it's not anime-related, but I just wanted to ask this question. Wow. Uh, I am working on a, a couple of new pieces now for a new set of my merch. Yeah, same. Um, I'm working on a keychain. That is one of the special ones. I probably want to try and get maybe some pins out as well. Like, I, I'm rebuilding my merch store. I've, designed, I've got, like, five or six designs uh, in the works, so maybe I might, like, throw in some pins. That might be cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to figure out how to do it. Yeah, and then I am definitely trying my absolute best to get a body pillow by 1 million subscribers. Mm. I'm trying my best. It's just a pain in the butt to do. It's very hard. I didn't realize how hard it is to have something to mass produce those. Because I'm talking to my guys right now, and they're trying to just look around. They said it's extremely difficult. Mm. But I'm like, nope, still going to do it. Like, we ain't, we are, we're not gonna release anything until that is done. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Thanks for the question, Wilma. Uh, we got another question here from Michaela Dusit. Dalsit? I'm sorry if I can't pronounce your surname. Can anyone suggest good visual novel games to play? I think I'm more knowledgeable in visual novels compared yeah. to you. Yeah, I didn't really indulge myself in too many visual novels. Hey, uh, why not check out the new Little Busters English patch? <laughs> from Key Studios. Totally not sponsored by Visual Arts, by the way. Little Busters? Yeah. Yeah. I got I got recently sponsored by Visual Arts to 
promote Little Busters. Mm. It's a good. It's a good game. Go check it out. Uh, anything by Key is good. My favorite visual novels that I put. Well, I didn't really play too many. Well, what's your favorite visual novel? Why can't I remember it now? Besides Dramatical Murder. No, 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 no. The one like the one that everyone's played. The one yeah. with the disabled. Oh, Cuddle Shoujo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cuddle Shoujo. Shoujo was really good. That one was freaking flawless. Yeah. I loved it so much. That's that story- I would say that that was. My in was it though? That was created by like three or four people on Reddit. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out if or was that- it 4chan? Reddit? No, 4chan. Reddit? It was 4chan. <laughs> yeah, Reddit didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. It um, was like four people on 4chan. Yeah, I remember it. with Karua Shoujo, like, I think that was basically my first step into trying out visual novels because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to get them back then. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like back on early YouTube, I used to watch and listen to a lot of, uh, in early YouTube, like, what are they? Like the openings of a lot of visual novels? Yeah, yeah. Most of which were R18, but, it kind. I was just wondering. Oh man, what are these from? What animes are these from? <laughs> and then I was thinking, man, why is the artwork so much better? Then I went on like the websites, and then I was like, oh, it's those games. Yeah, and I've noticed that actually. Like visual novels tend to have way better looking art styles compared to anime. Well, I mean, they they have minimal animation. Yeah, know? of course. So of they're course. a lot more. A lot uh, more I mean, work. unless you're counting, you know, like Sayori stuff. No, because that's more recent now. Yeah. But back then. Too. Yeah, that's true. But do you remember, like, it, it's amazing to see, because I've been playing visual novels for, like, God knows how many years. It's amazing to see, and, like, I just absolutely love it, the fact that, like, you know, three or four years ago, you would go on Steam, and there wouldn't be a single visual novel. Yeah. And now it's now they're everywhere. Yeah. And so awesome. Like, the fact mm. that, like, like the Clannad visual novel, mm. which came out, which got kickstarted... Like, to go on Steam, right? Mm. A game that's, what, almost 10 years old. And, you know, most people have already watched the anime and stuff. It was, like, number, like, two Mm. on Steam. And right now, like, uh, uh, Dream Daddy, which is the the guys over at uh, Game Grumps created. Like, that's a visual novel as well. That was number one on Steam. Okay. So it's just incredible to see that, like... By the way, I'm going to play Dream Daddy on Steam, on, uh, on stream, most likely, when I get back. So, look out for that. But anyway, enough self-promo. Um, so, it's just awesome to see that, like, visual novels are starting to become more accepted, I would say. There's, I mean, yeah. there's that whole argument as well of, like, is vi- are visual novels even games? I did a whole video on it. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. It's just cool to see that more people now are just I like... Care, I count them as games. Yeah, they're games. I count them on games. I mean, if the game industry is kind of like helping promoting them, they gotta be something yeah. to do with games. I mean, honestly, I personally don't care yeah. <laughs> whether or not they're a game. They're fun. I like them. I mean, if you want to call it a book by any means, go ahead. <laughs> I'm still going to play it. Download it on Steam. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, Karo Shoujo, that was, uh, I would say, my first official one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other visual novels that I wanted to play had to require of me changing, like, this, uh, the lo- location on my laptop oh, okay. in order to download it, and yeah. I just couldn't be bothered. Mm-hmm. And other than that, then, I just kind of went on hiatus from a lot of them. Right. So I never got a chance to play Corpse Party. Well, mm, well, Corpse Party. Wait, you talking about like the one I did, like Sachiko's birthday yeah. bash or whatever it was? Yeah, basically the same format as Misao. It's not really visual novel, but it, it's, are, it's mixed in with. No, no, no. Th- those aren't visual novels. They're RPG maker games. 
Oh, well, I was wondering if they were kind of mixed in. Not really. No? RPG Maker games use the RPG Maker engine. Okay. Which is, as the name suggests, creates RPGs. Mm. But then Corpse Party was the first, I think one of the first uh, games using the RPG Maker engine that wasn't an RPG. Okay. And infused horror. Mm. And so Corpse Party blew up in Japan. And then, um, I don't know, actually, I don't know which one came first, Corpse Party or Aoni. It was either one of those two were the first, like, horror-based mm. uh, RPG-making Aoni games. Aoni was really cool. Aoni was great. Yeah. Um, we, you know, which sparked all the Ibs and Missiles and Mad Fathers and Witches' Missiles Houses. Missiles was so good. Yeah, all of okay, them Okay, by good. the way, I still haven't even played that. I've just watched the entire gameplay. On my channel? No. Damn it. <laughs> Watch mine. I, I did a whole Let's Play of Missile back I, in 2014. I actually, I watched your... Uh, I was going to say Nyanko days. <laughs> no, uh, you know, just your playthrough of Nekopara. Oh, Nekopara, yeah. Yeah, because, I don't know, those were just so fun to watch. You know, it's like, it's so weird, like, I know a lot of people who give, like, people shit for liking Nekopara, like, unironically. I mean, it's just like, I don't know, it's just one of those, like, guilty pleasure games. You know, it's like play- Why? Because it's essentially an arrow game. So? All I'm playing on YouTube is just the all-ages version. So? so it's technically not even a visual novel. It's an error game. That's a completely different type of game. Okay. Like, a visual novel is like, you know, uh, as you said, like, Kadawa Shoujo or Clanad or, like, actual, you know, like, series with actual stories. Yeah, Dramatic Murder has stories. Yeah, or like, oh, I mean, that's still also an error game as well. No, but... It just happens to have story in it. Yeah. It, it just act- happens... The story's like, actually really good. Yeah, okay. it happens to have more story than Nekopara. Let's yeah. just say that. is just, like, the life of living with cats. Let's just say people don't play Nekopara for the story. Yeah. <laughs> they you, play it for the plot. Yeah, you probably just hold down your space bar. Yeah, exactly. all dialogue. Yeah, exactly. If you're playing the R18 version, then you're just skipping through all that dialogue. Mm. Like, no one really cares about the dialogue. Mm. Unless you're doing a Let's Play of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so visual novel recommendations. Aki recommends, uh, Kadawa Shoja. And I recommend anything by Key Studios, anything by Visual Arts. So, Clan Ad, Little Busters, Air, uh, Angel Beats. The if Angel had, Beats visual had, novel is fantastic. If I had wings? Uh, If My Heart Had Wings was a really good one. Actually, a really, really good one. I mean, I've done so many of them. Uh, There's a ton on Steam as well. Like, my favorite one that I probably ever did on Steam was High School Romance. Mm -hmm. That's one of my most, like, successful visual novel Let's Plays as well. Um, That was really fun, actually. I wasn't expecting a lot out of it because it's more of, like, a Western art style. But that was, like, really fun and really funny. Mm. So, anyway, just go on my channel. Like, all the ones I've played are the ones that I recommend. Um, but anyways, guys, that's probably going to do it for this episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. Thank you to each and every one of you who asked some questions. And, uh, we really want to, like, I guess maybe dedicate, you know, one week or one episode to doing just, like, a full Q&A rather than doing small Q&As every episode. So, uh, if you like us to answer any kind of anime question, like, preferably ones where we can kind of go in-depth and in discussion with stuff to start up a topic... Uh, then, again, use that specialized hashtag on Twitter. What was it again, Aki? SBS Anime. Yeah, SBS Anime. Hashtag SBS Anime over on Twitter. So only on Twitter, guys. Sorry, SoundCloud people. We're not checking your comments. Uh, we love you, though. Please keep following us on SoundCloud. Um, but, yeah, hashtag SBS Anime. You, probably the easiest way to get it, like, checked out is, like, 
whenever Aki or I, like, retweet, like, the episode, just reply it under there so we know in what context you're asking the question. Because sometimes you guys will ask us a question and we're like, what was the context of this question again? Because mm-hmm. we've talked about so many things in so many episodes at this point. Um, so that would be the easiest way to do it. So if you guys can do that for us, that would be a lot of help. Um, but thank you again for joining us. For those of you who don't know who we are, I'm Joey, the Anime Man. With me is Aki or Aki Dearest. We're both on YouTube. We're both on Twitter. Um, follow us there for more anime stuff. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.